0: We're going to go back to the 70s and take a look at a, uh, a very serious film and, and uh, an Oscar winner for Best Picture, uh, The Deer Hunter from 1978, which uh, had its uh, premiere December 8th, 1978. And then it was released wide uh, around the country uh, a, a couple months later in February. So we're celebrating its 45th anniversary. It was directed by Michael Cimino, uh, written by Michael Cimino and Derek Washburn. It stars a, a cadre of 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 great actors and Oscar winners, uh, Robert De Niro, John Cazal, Christopher Walken, Meryl Streep. And for those who who aren't familiar with the film, it's sort of an in-depth examination of the ways in which the Vietnam War impacts and disrupts the lives of several friends in this small steel town in Pennsylvania. And it it was really um, one of the first and maybe the first wave of Vietnam films, because Vietnam films we were, were kind of a taboo subject uh, with the major Hollywood studios uh, during most of the 70s, since it was such a controversial thing. And uh, so this was actually initiated by an English company, uh, the financing for it. And then finally Universal got involved uh, and uh, they picked that up. And then there was a couple other movies that were um, Vietnam related. So it was sort of a wave coming home the same year, uh, Apocalypse Now, the, the next year. So this is uh, one of the first uh, out of the gate to to deal with the Vietnam War. This was ranked number 53, greatest film of all time, on the AFI uh, list of uh, great American films. Like I said, it won a lot of Oscars. It won five Oscars, including Best Picture. Uh, Supporting Actor for Christopher Walken, Director, Sound Editing. It had four other nominations, one for uh, De Niro for Best Actor, one for Streep for Actress, also Writing and Cinematography. Uh, and there's a uh, sort of a local thing. Many of the locations in the film were shot in Cleveland. Um, so uh, U.S. Steel allowed them to film inside its Cleveland mill. mill. Um, there was a, a church that they the, that they used in the film was in Cleveland. Uh, so there's a, a Cleveland connection to this film or a Northeast Ohio connection. Robert Nero claims this is his most physically exhausting and demanding film. And it's also one of the earliest examples of what we sort of call Oscar baiting uh, in order to maximize box office performance because the film really didn't get good re- good um, buzz when it was first released. And so they they gave it a limited release in just a couple of theaters near the end of the year, Then they would pull it, and then it would get some Oscar buzz and it got Oscar nominations. And then they put it back into distribution after all the critical acclaim in its nine Oscar nominations, and then it was given a wide release and a promotional campaign, um, that led to substantial box office success. And this is how we do it today, releasing high-profile films near the end of the year to increase their Oscar chances come, you know, February or March. And, uh, you know, so we're in that season right now. So we're seeing a lot of high-profile films being released now, and the Deer Hunter was one of the first to do that.
1: Joe Fortunato is with us again, film study professor and Joining us as we go to film school, Joe, you mentioned and and you're rightly so this is really one of the first films to attack the Vietnam War, but I recall and obviously this is your arena it's also one of the first films to really attack the issue of PTSD as well when we talk about soldiers returning from war
0: definitely, and um you know one of the <laughs> the most memorable elements of this film is uh for those who remember is the Russian roulette sequences. And, and, um, you know, that was very controversial because uh, there was a lot of uh, protests and saying that it was sort of a racist film, that it made the Viet Cong uh, look, you know, like evil uh, people and, and, and that that wasn't really something that was done. Um, but uh, Michael Cimino said that he had, you know, uh, reports that, uh, that that was actually done, but uh, a lot of critics objected to those sequences, suggesting that that kind of activity never took place. Um, there were, there were uh, a lot of uh, protests uh, around the film, around the Oscars. Even, in fact, uh, De Niro declined to go to the Oscars because he didn't want to get involved in protests. And there were protests at the Oscars uh, because it was such a one-sided portrayal of the Vietnamese as sadistic racist, and killers. Uh So that was very controversial and, and those scenes were were very um realistic in terms of of how they did it. uh The actors grew very agitated the slapping of them was real um this sort of added to the tension uh they they uh were were um, put in in very demanding uh uh situations and that 's kind of why Robert Niro said this is one of his more exhausting films that he ever did so that 's a, a very controversial aspect of the film and in fact. Uh, sort of as a sad relation to that uh there was approximately about 28 people uh who died playing russian roulette uh you know as reported having been influenced by mm. the scenes in the movie and uh, it's also kind of considered widely to blame for the introduction of of the concept of russian roulette into the pop culture so that's a uh not a, a happy legacy to be sure um christopher walken who uh, was key to some of those scenes he had this very withdrawn hollow look and he did that by consuming nothing but water, rice, and bananas uh, as his diet. So he was uh, uh, a very uh, emaciated, I guess, is the, is the look that we're looking at. Uh, on a, on a, a more positive note, um, John Scruggs, uh, who was uh, a Vietnam veteran, he became a counselor to the U.S. Department of Labor, and he brought up the idea of building the National Memorial for Vietnam veterans after seeing this film. So uh, that kind of... Uh, uh, spurred that on and, and we have a, a beautiful memorial in washington uh today because of it
1: john kazell uh, uh joe it was i think his final role and he's in the deer hunter but he was also in godfather as well with De Niro. was there a connection with both of those two and in, in those same films that got them together was that just coincidence and good acting
0: well um they were good friends in fact um John Cazale uh died just after the movie was finished he had uh cancer and uh he, in fact they didn't want to cast him because he was uninsurable uh and um De Niro uh, first of all uh Meryl Streep who was dating him at the time uh said I'm not going to do the movie if John doesn't do it and uh De Niro put up the uh, the money for the uh insurance mm. for Cazale so they were they were close and uh John Cazale is uh, such a great actor Um, And and listen to this. This was his fifth consecutive film in which he stars in a nominated Best Picture film. Uh, In fact, he he didn't do that many films in his career. So almost all of his films were Best Picture nominees. uh, And that's, uh, you know, obviously that's not just because of him, but uh, certainly a testament to uh, the the esteem that uh, his peers had about his uh, quality of acting.